0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. This is the Believe in Pro Wrestling Podcast. Here's Ricky Chino and SP3 on the Believe Podcast Network. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the wondrous land of NXXXT 2.0, where the rules are made up and nothing matters whatsoever. Only in this wondrous land could you have an entire tournament devoted to the women's tag team titles and creating a number one contender for the women's tag team championships that stand and deliver... And end up with a fatal four-way for the women's title, and stand and deliver, and just say, "Nah, JC, GG, we cool." <laughs> you know, and I'm sitting. I did this to myself, SP3. I did this to myself. I'm watching the show last night. And I'm going, "Oh man, okay, we can talk about this. We can talk about that. We can talk about this." I was like, "This has actually been a good show." I thought it was better than Raw, to be completely honest with you. It was. And then they throw this damn curveball at us. And I'm like, you just couldn't do it, could you? You were right there at the finish line. You were right there. And then you just put your boots down in front of the finish line and walked off and said, screw this. We're not doing it anymore. We're done. We're back to being nonsensical because it's <laughs> WWE. Whoa.
0: Well. We are the Believe in Pro Wrestling Podcast, and we make sense here. And, you know, I wanted to prove a point on this episode of the Believe in Pro Wrestling Podcast because Rick tried to bespurch my name. Uh, you people, all you people, tried to bespurch my name. And you should know that I am the biggest Becky Lynch fan on this show
1: because oh, I no.
0: Got a shirt. I got her shirt. I am promoting Becky Lynch, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Becky Lynch, the best promo on Monday Night Raw. Wow. Becky Lynch, the best woman on Monday Night Raw, the greatest Raw women's champion before the person that she didn't really beat at WrestleMania 35. Becky Lynch is the man. Big time Bex let's go i'm i'm here for big time Becks winning at wrestlemania to make rick happy to make all the becky lynch fans happy stephanie hypes who has just joined true hill heat <laughs> and to make all the bianca belair fans angry so i yes i changed my answer from yesterday ladies and gentlemen <laughs>
1: see that might be the the best you've ever sounded uh, on the i mean it was completely disingenuous but i uh, it might have been the best that you've ever sounded uh on this program i do have a question who is if you had to pick this might be the toughest question you've had i do like the shirt by the way this might be the toughest question you've ever gotten on this podcast who's the bigger becky lynch homer me or stephanie
0: it's tough right you you
1: Really? She's Thank like you. the president of the Becky Lynch fan club. I'm kind of honored.
0: I can uh, yeah, I mean I I I I think she's a little bit more rational. So I say you're the bigger oh, fan because wow. you get irrational whenever
1: Becky Lynch is brought up. Uh, yeah, there's something to that. <laughs> uh, we got a lot to get into today. Hey, at least I can admit it. I'm very self-aware. Self-aware is a good thing. Uh we are gonna get into the decision to just completely crap on the dusty cup uh we are going to talk about the the kind of re-emergence of robert rude or at least the reintroduction of robert rude uh last night we are down to one spot that is open in the north american title ladder match uh at stand and deliver it's going to go to one of the three men who have failed to qualify so far we'll talk about that the creed brothers um still don't know who attacked them in the parking lot don't know who trashed Diamond Mine's gym last night, but we're going to talk about that. Tommaso Ciampa seems to be out the door. Who else could be out the door? There is so much to get into uh, on today's uh, half hour podcast that is definitely going to go a half hour. But first things first, got to thank our friends over at Bent Online. Is that time of the year once again? SB3 college basketball is taking center stage. Tournament finally upon us. The Sweet 16 getting underway in just a couple of days now maybe actually just a day now as we are now on wednesday morning if you were looking to wager this year there's still time bet online is the number one spot for all of your updated odds and info along with great contests including the bracket challenge where you could win that top prize if you're still alive in your bracket i know i am right now but there's tons of prop bets as well head on over to the website use your mobile device sign up today Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That is B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting from and your favorite Vegas casino games. BetOnline, where the game starts. And SP3, we are going to start today with Kaylee LeRae and Io Shirai winning the Women's Dusty Cup, which I thought was the best, the right call. I actually... A couple weeks ago when Trey was filling in for you, I actually picked uh, Dakota and and Wendy just because I thought that was kind of where they were going with the, the storyline progression there. They were really kind of focusing on them. Still a good match. I thought they made the right call. I, w- I was excited to see this tag team title matches stand and deliver. And then Kaylee Ray hops on the mic and says, nah, nah, bro, we actually got into this because we wanted to challenge Mandy and i'm sitting here like the dude who was left in the in the car in jurassic park when everybody fled to go see the sick triceratops i'm like you can't do that wait can we do that is this allowed what the hell is going on you can't do it you can't devote an entire tag team tournament to determining number one contenders and then just saying nah screw those damn belts I mean i'm not mad at the fatal four way but couldn't you have gone another way was there literally nobody else you wanted to challenge for the women's tag team title like why do those belts exist at this point
0: they are the most useless titles in the wwe ladies and gentlemen i've said this before i'll say it again The most useless titles in the WWE. And yes, I am including the 24-7 title. Yes, I am including the WWE Women's Tag Team titles. These NXT Women's Tag Team titles has changed hands, I think, about eight times in a year that it's been in existence. This only became in existence after last year's Women's Dusty Cup. It went from Dakota and Raquel... In one in their first defense, hour, they lost it. Hour. They they lost it to Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart, who then lost it in like a month. Like like these titles, it, they finally had some stay, stability with Toxic Attraction, who won it back at I believe Halloween Havoc last year. So they have at least held the titles for about four months now. So this is at least the defended first...
1: once. Yeah, they've, all... once.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they've only yeah. defended them once to Ian D. Hartwell and Persia Parada, who Subsequently immediately broke up after that. But <laughs> this is this is why this division doesn't matter. And they once again have told us this division doesn't matter because they created this all-star team for the first time. The Women's Day Women's Dusty Cup had an all-star team because you had a team that had been established in Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez win it last year for the inaugural women's dusty cup. This year you needed an all-star team, like the Finn Balor and Samoa Joes of the past, like Riddle and Matt and uh, Pete Dunn of the past with, bro- with the Broserweights. They've had two Dusty Cups winners who are like all-star teams. They needed one for the women. And they did that with Kaylee Ray and Yosha Rai. And earlier in the show, they made Valter or Gunther versus LA Knight. And I was like, hmm, that's a six match on this stand and deliver card. Are they really going to give us a seventh with the winner of the Dusty Cup versus the Women's Tag Team Champions? nope they just add them into the woman's to the woman's title match because they have absolutely no faith in mandy rose and cora jade to have a good to great matchup on this card so they was like hey we got to throw in the best two workers in this woman's division to make this match worth a damn so here we are
1: yeah and it's going to be interesting to see it because come- like I know we we've been kind of mixed on on, on the build between Cora and Mandy. I'm I'm a little bit higher on Cora than 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 you are, but I don't think she's ready to be NXT Women's Champion. So in 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 a, a kind of a, in in one aspect of it, I'm okay with this decision. I'm I'm perfectly fine with adding Io and Kaylee Ray to the NXT Women's Title match. Perfectly fine with that. But using the Dusty Cup, the Women's Dusty Cup, to catapult them there. Ain't the way to go. Like I said, you could have gone in a completely other different direction. And look, you've talked about the WWE women's tag team championships, how those just shouldn't exist, and I will fight you tooth and nail on that. But I agree with you with the women's NXT titles; these belts should not exist because you already had a set of women's tag team titles that could have been on the show, and in doing so, and creating, you know, again, I get the idea you want something to fight for, right? But like. You could have just utilized the women's tag teams on NXT up on the main roster or vice versa. Those belts have only ever went to like NXT like twice. It's like they forget that these titles can bounce from show to show. In fact, most recently on the main roster, we have seen the challengers bounce from show to show more than we've seen the champions. And it completely cut your women's tag team division in half. And then when you started letting teams go and splitting them up, you get into this rut where you have one damn team on the main roster. You're telling me Casey Catanzaro and, and Caden Carter couldn't go up and fight for the tag team titles on SmackDown? Tell me they couldn't do that? You couldn't find some. You couldn't have Indy and Persia go up and challenge? You, have, you had a wealth at one point of tag teams in the, in the NXT, and you gave them their own titles, and then you don't do anything with them. So now you got two sets of women's tag team titles just floating out here in purgatory. I'd get I'd still get rid of the 24/7 title before I get rid of those though. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, that whole that whole thing has jumped the shark with me.
0: 20, 24-7 title has
1: a use for it.
0: That's their comedy title. That's at that's least more useful than the NXT Women's Tag Team titles where they have told us there's no use for it. It doesn't matter. And then can, you can have a team fight through all the other teams in this division, and they don't even want a shot at those damn titles.
1: <laughs> Alright, here's a real question. Who are you taking? Tamina and Tozawa? Or, Derja? How'd they pronounce that? Was it Derja?
0: <laughs> Dusha? I think it was the <laughs> Dusha. I think it was Dusha or something like that. I don't
1: that. know. Not even Wade Barrett could get it right on commentary. It was I mean,
0: like- I mean to be fair, Reggie chose the twenty four seven title over getting some skins from Dana Brooke. So he cares more about the twenty four seven title than anyone cares about the NXT tag team titles the fair
1: point <sighs> again i'm not mad at the fatal four-way i just maybe this was one of those things where like all right maybe we want to get la Knight and gunther on the card and it was like well we don't want to have seven matches because we got people who are going to be driving to, to wrestlemania it ain't taking place in the same venue it's a half hour away Trust me, I've already looked. I'm trying to build up my itinerary right now, so I got a whole lot of things I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get from Stand and Deliver to WrestleMania on time. I think the show, Stand and Deliver, is going to end when checkout starts uh, for WrestleMania, so I may be skipping the main event depending on what that is, so we we, we shall see. Got a lot coming up for WrestleMania week, by the way. Here's the schedule. Who bam Hang on. Let me take the banner down for those who are watching on YouTube. Oh, uh, we got a lot coming up. It kicks off on Monday with a doubleheader here on the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast. Me and SP3, we're going to get all your news uh, wrapped up from the weekend, get you started Monday morning, 7 a.m. Then our exclusive interview with Montez Ford is going to drop at 3 p.m. He's got a triple threat match coming up at WrestleMania, trying to win back the Raw tag team titles. We'll talk about Raw, uh, the final one, the go-home show for WrestleMania on Tuesday Stand and deliver. Our preview show will drop on Wednesday at 7 a.m. Thursday, SP3. Talk about it. It's going to be the true heel heat takeover here on the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast channel
0: yes myself and the true jaw josh um i was gonna ask rick i'll ask him live on air i can throw romeo says he's available as well so if we if you want to if you want us to have a three-way dance for our AEW review true hill heat takeover we can do that as well but it's gonna be guys are
1: gonna be doing a three-way you should be doing the nxt show i mean i'm sorry go ahead yeah if you (laughs) want
0: You clever son of a gun. Uh, But yes, we are here to review AEW Dynamite as Rick is on his journey to Dallas.
1: Yes, looking forward to it. Going to get in late, probably grab some sushi with our boy Graham Matthews. It's going to be a good time. Then Friday, if you have not heard, uh, we have a, a, a big one that is dropping. It is our WrestleMania 38 predictions, the most stupendous prediction show of all time with Renee Paquette. Really, really looking forward to having her on the program and uh, breaking down this entire WrestleMania card. I haven't asked her yet, SP3, if she's willing to do the trivia challenge. I'm wondering if I should do that. I'm wondering if I should bring it up. You know, I'm like, wait, we got you on there. We got so many matches to get into. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I think it would be fun. I think it would be fun to see the Trivia Master go head-to-head with Renee Paquette. I'm not going to lie. I think our viewers would, uh, wouldn't would mind seeing that as well. Sunday, by the way. Saturday, we're going to have off. We're going to let you guys enjoy your, your Saturday. You can watch the Prediction Show with Renee Paquette all the way Friday, Saturday, everything leading up into uh, Stand and Deliver, WrestleMania, Night 1. And then we're going to do something special, sp 3 something we haven't done before. We are going to do Believe in Pro Wrestling live, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to get all your reactions from Night 1. Get you set up for night two. And then Monday, it's back to business as usual. Our usual Believe in Pros and Podcast. We'll be talking a lot about WrestleMania night two, 7 a.m. on Monday. We have so much coming up next week. And maybe, just maybe, I have another little trick up my sleeve. Maybe I got a little surprise for SP3. i I'm trying to, I'm trying to work some things out. I'm working the phones. Maybe I got a nice little gift for my boy who likes to talk about Ring of Honor so much. We'll see trying to work out something for you there. You like that? Always. Thank you by the way guys. Uh don't think we haven't noticed that our audience. This we we're still in our infancy here, right? We launched this YouTube channel actually late in the game. We launched the ep- the show in January. We launched the YouTube channel about 3 weeks after that. So this YouTube channel is only about 2 months old. We're closing in on 200 subscribers. We have noticed our our view count going up every single week and we really really appreciate you guys hammer the like button hammer the thumbs up share the link subscribe we're closing in on 200 subscribers as i speak right now cannot thank you guys enough for showing up stay in here and i hope you guys will join us for uh, believe in pro wrestling live
0: only only 2 subscribers away from yeah, 200
1: 2 Come away on. from 200 which means we're we're two, 20% almost of the way to monetization if you like what we do help us get to 1000 that would be a game changer For this program no doubt about it so we really appreciate you guys uh thank you so much before we dive into the hard count we got to thank our friends over at or the five count hard count why can't they remember what the hell i called this damn thing Big props to Athletic Greens. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it is important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It is also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There is only one gram of sugar, no chemicals or artificial anything reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition it is just one scoop of in a cup of water every day that is it and to make it even easier athletic greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com believe that is b-l-e-a-v and athleticgreens.com slash believe now these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration these products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease athletic greens take ownership of your health it's time to answer the five count on the believe podcast network one thing that i really liked about nxt last night was kind of the the reintroduction of robert rude the glorious Robert Roode, if there was one thing I noticed on social media last night, it's when the piano keys hit and the fog came up and the turntable was there and the robe was on and the arms were out wide. Every single one of us in our homes were singing Glorious last night. One of the biggest travesties they ever did is when that song went away. I feel like I say that a lot about a lot of dudes. Champa, Sami Zayn. Robert Roode is right up there for sure. So that was great. But then you watch him in the match SP three last night. He had a good match with Braun breaker. Boy, it looked like he was having fun. It was like he was allowed to be Robert Roode again. It was like completely night and day from what we saw out of him just on Monday where he lost a tag team match in mere minutes to Dominic Mysterio. All it took was one six one nine and a frog splash from a dude who looks like he weighs ninety eight pounds soaking wet, and Robert Rude was out. And then the next night, we get the real Robert Rude who is landed on the line, who is putting on a a slug fest with Braun Breaker. One that went, what, 10, 15, it, it it had two commercial breaks in it. I I don't get the how can you go from one night to the other? It's it still doesn't seem to me like the same company is producing both of these, both of these shows. Because when you get guys like Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode and Finn Balor going back to the NXT days and even, you know, AJ Styles, who wasn't doing much until he started feuding with Grayson Waller, now he's getting a match with Edge. Like, one thing that NXT 2.0 has gotten right is they are taking these very talented, professional, Wrestlers who have either been misused, miscast, or just cast aside on the main roster. And they're kind of revitalizing them. They're rebuilding them. They're renovating them to a certain extent. Is there hope, number one here on the five count SB3, is there hope that the Dirty Dog stock might rise on the main roster after they come back? Do you think maybe, just maybe, somebody's watching the work that Dolph Ziggler is doing? Watching what they got out of Robert Roode last night and going, hey, maybe we could use them better on Monday or Friday nights.
0: Nope. (laughs) Nope. Because I only believed half of what you said, and the only person that I actually believed was helped by having a short run in NXT was AJ Styles, because Edge basically came back and says, I choose you, Pikachu, and... (laughs) AJ Styles has a has a big time matchup at WrestleMania, but other than that, all the other ones are pretty hollow because Finn Balor was a two time Intercontinental Champion. Was in the mid-card when he was on the main roster. He goes to NXT. He's revitalized, has a heel turn, has great matches with Johnny Gargano, with Riddle, with the the Iron Man four-way that they had. Him and Adam Cole had a few great matches. He becomes a two-time NXT champion, has a hell of a takeover matchup with Kyle Raleigh. Another great matchup with kyle Raleigh at New Year's Evil. Even has some good matches with Carry with carrying Cross. He goes to the main roster. He's treated well for about a month. Then the turnbuckle, then the turnbuckle beats him at extreme rules, and he's been sucking the make card ever since. He's right back to where he was before he left NXT. So don't give me that it revived vitalized him. It short no, no, no. said was, What I
1: said was when he was at NXT during their time in NXT, but
0: it can't be called revitalized if he goes back to the main roster and he's in the same spot it means revitalized means that it improves where he was at it didn't it improved where he was at it put him back where he was at in nxt at the top of the card for a brief time where he was there for two years but when he goes back to the main roster he's right back to where he was so i need people to go to nxt have a good run and then get improved booking on the main roster until that happens. I don't believe we have any hope for the dirty dogs to improve.
1: I'm going to say yes, because they were literally doing nothing. Like you want to talk about Finn Balor, at least he was winning mid-card championships, right? At least he was being booked in matches with guys, the caliber of Bray Wyatt. Now he lost at SummerSlam, then disappeared. And then he came back in NXT, but at least he was still being booked. Dirty dogs don't get booked. And even when they do get booked, they get beat. So they're, they're basically at the the bottom of the barrel, which is ridiculous considering again, who we're talking about here with Dolph Ziggler and and Robert Roode. I'm not saying that they should be competing for the universal championship, but gosh, darn it, man, they should be a heck of a lot better than what they're getting. So I'm going to say, yes, there is some hope only because they're already sitting at, Freaking rock bottom with SpongeBob and Patrick. They're just chilling there. Actually, Dolph kind of looks like Squidward a little bit. I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) I'm kidding. That's not even close to being accurate. Number two, we had two more qualifiers for the North American ladder match at Stand and Deliver, which, by the way, I want to give you a chance to talk about this because I totally agree with you before we get to the question. Mellow and Trick Williams. They are incredibly good in a promo in the ring. They have great chemistry with one another, but I'll tell you what they, they put them on the commentary desk tonight and they were spectacular. That was the best commentary of the night. Wade Barrett. I'm looking at you with all your horniness. Like you are watching way too much of the wrong action on NXXXT. If you know what I'm saying, stop it. Stop studying how Duke Hudson kisses women. Stop it. What have they done to my Wade Barrett? I got some bad news for you. That ain't working. But anyway, talk about Mello and Trick, because I know you're a big fan.
0: They are the WWE's answer to Mike Lowry and Marcus Barnett. I love them. They're always entertaining. Trick Williams telling a kid that he's going to date a mama was hilarious in the line of the night for me. So I enjoyed it as far as the question here don't think it's going to be a kid because he's been on the show for two weeks and we still haven't seen his damn entrance i don't think it's going to be Roderick strong because they're preparing him for an nxt uk championship match and then he loses on this show so i don't yeah, i don't even have faith that he's he's just there to lose to ilio Dragonoff on nxt uk so i don't think he's going to win here so it has to be cameron grimes with his whole emotional promo and i said it last week i'll say it again Great, it's fine and dandy that they're showing that he has a little bit more depth, but I don't know about you, but it seems like the CWC crowd agrees with me. Seems like you kinda agreed with me last week. I much rather prefer the stacking money to the moon, Cameron Grimes, over this one. But I think he's gonna win because they're kind of drawing on the emotions and building sympathy for him. So I think he wins here and he might possibly win the whole thing at Stand and Deliver, the North American title ladder match.
1: Yeah, so the question which I, I didn't get a chance to ask, uh who are you picking next week? Because it was Mello, who set up this match after uh, solo Sokoa and Grayson Waller, Grayson Waller won that match pretty easily last night too, which was a bit surprising to me with the pomp and circumstance that AK was brought up with. And yeah, they haven't really followed through with that on, on the main roster, but we know what he can do, right? We, we,
0: to be fair, they didn't really give him pomp and circumstance. They gave him a vignette the week before he debuted. Yeah, then he came out, it's he did a debuted. little bit of pomp and circumstance.
1: But I mean
0: if he gets if he gets if he gets a, a quarter of the weeks of vignettes that Veer got, then you can call it pop in circumstance. But one week of, of a vignette that was like 30 seconds long and jacket time responded to it, no, I can't say that's pop in <laughs> <and>
1: circumstance. <laughs> um man tell you what i just i guess cameron grimes would be the favorite but you know doing this whole sympathy gimmick which is nice and he's doing a good job with it but yeah it's not the cameron grimes that we've all come to know and love and again this is something that i said on the show yesterday just because it's something that fans don't want doesn't mean it's not good work he's doing good work with it um but yeah it's not what i want out of cameron grimes and i it's they're keeping him in the forefront but part of me thinks that they may put a kid in there because if you look at the four dudes who are in there yes you have mellow which is great santos escobar awesome solo sekoa and grayson waller i wonder if they may just add a kid in there because they want somebody who can come in there and do some really cool shit too so i mean that might be something that they could do there but Roderick strong to me is looking like a dude who's going to be an aew in six months like um yeah, I guess give me I guess give me Cameron Grimes. And and
0: Grimes can do cool shit cool stuff in a ladder match. He was in the ladder match at uh, TakeOver in your house last year. We took some hell of a bumps and it went to the point that one of our colleagues from Sports Keto Wrestling said it was the best ladder match he's seen since WrestleMania ten. So hey, you gotta put him in a ladder match.
1: You wanna say I got hot takes. <laughs> This colleague of ours, who will remain nameless, has—he said a lot of stuff, uh, and that would be one of the more egregious. Uh,
0: I, I legit was in a True Hill Heat chat where they brought that to me. They was like, "Yo, you you know him?
1: You work with him?" <laughs> that. All right, no, I'm not gonna go there. We don't. I I don't want this show to go to to 58 minutes today. I'm not. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to guess Cameron Grimes based on the storyline, but I would say a kid is a close second here. If they're going to actually try to showcase him uh, at all again, Roderick strong. Yeah. They're probably doing something with him over on NXT UK, but I'd be stunned if he wins it. He, he hasn't been the forefront of NXT 2.0 for, for quite some time now Uh, moving on here, still the biggest mystery, the who done it. We don't know yet. Was it the grizzled young vets? No. Was it MSK? No. Was it any of the other established tag teams in in NXT 2.0? Not that we know of. We saw two mysterious figures. I think it was two. I don't think I saw a third one. We saw two mysterious figures trashing Diamond Mines Gym last night after the Creed Brothers beat the Grizzled Young Vets. So SB3, I'll ask you, who we got a mystery on our hands here. Who do we think attacked the Creed Brothers and trashed Diamond Mines Gym?
0: I'll be honest. I have no clue, but I'm very intrigued by it. Um, I, I like the whole mystery. Uh, This is the second time that they've had an interesting mystery concerning parking lots and stuff like that. So, hey, I am here to go along for the ride. But I know you, Rick, have a suspect.
1: Uh, No, not a suspect at all. It's a hope. I have no clue. I have no clue who it is. I hope it's Mason T-Bar. Oh, excuse me. Let me rephrase. I hope it's Dio Madden and Dominic Zajakovic. I hope it is those two guys going back down to NXT for a full-time stay. You want to talk about a rehab project. Those are two guys who desperately need rehabbed. Drop the stupid names. Drop the dumbass face paint. And just go back to being good professional wrestlers. I don't know how good Dio Madden is in the ring. He's okay. I haven't really seen him do a whole lot other than the power moves and, and get beat every now and again. I know how good Dominic Dijakovic is, so that's who I'm hoping it is. I'm hoping it's the reintroduction of a formerly, former established tag team that needs, again, rebuilt and just keep him on NXT. So that that that's my hope. Again, any way that I can get Dominic Dijakovic, because we're going to talk about coming up next who should be going up to the main roster. The guy I'm going to choose, I am just as adamant about him going up as I am about getting Dominic Tchaikovic back in NXT. My God. So Let's move on to number four here on the five count. Not counting Tommaso Ciampa because it does appear that his days are numbered. He's pretty much said so. It looks like his, his swan song is going to be with Tony D'Angelo um, at Stand and Deliver. Whether he goes elsewhere or moves up to the main roster he's moving somewhere so other than Tommaso Ciampa one superstar on NXT 2.0 that absolutely needs to be moved to Raw or Smackdown after WrestleMania and I'm talking immediate like Raw or Smackdown after WrestleMania call up who you picking
0: I have not one person before (laughs) Legado Del Fantasma, Santos, Escobar, Raubo, Mendoza, Joaquin Wilde, and Electra Lopez. Because they bombed out on Hit Row and fired all of those members. So they need to fill that stable quota that they tried to fill in the last draft. But, you know, what they did with Hit Row, I'll never forgive them for that. So to give them a little bit of redemption, bring up Legado Del Fantasma. Put them on Monday Night Raw and feud them with the Mysterios after WrestleMania. You already set it up last week. It only makes sense. Santos Escobar is in, once again in a ladder match at Standard Deliver. I don't think he's going to win. I think the favorites right now are either Carmelo. Or Cameron Grimes if he wins next week. So I don't think he's gonna win the North American title. He can move on to the main roster and start building to his big time matchup that he's wanted. He told you he wanted it as well. Him and Rey Mysterio on the main roster. Do it tomorrow.
1: Yeah, he for for whatever reason, like he never wins the big one. Like, yes, he won the Cruiserweight Championship. That title don't exist anymore. He never wins the big one in NXT. I don't know why they don't want it and Just give him the ball and let him run with it because he's insanely good at everything. Um, I I think he would thrive on the main roster. I think the rest of Legado Del Fantasma would thrive on the main roster. They could use some additional tag teams. I think Raw is the perfect spot for him and the rest of Legado Del Fantasma because of what you said. That's where Rey Mysterio is. That's, That's the rivalry right out of the gate. Forget this Mysterios and Miz crap. That's what people want to see is Legato, Del Fantasma, and the Mysterio squaring off. My answer, though, let me talk to you for a second here, SP3. Because if Cody Rhodes, if you believe the reports that Cody Rhodes is also going to Monday Night Raw, SmackDown is in dire need of somebody who oozes charisma, who oozes star power. This is something we've talked about. When Pat McAfee is like, the number two promo guy on the entire roster in the men's division. Great for Pat McAfee. Great to have a guy like that. That's a problem. You need somebody who oozes charisma, who oozes star power, who can get over at the drop of a hat. He looks good. He works great in the ring. He walks the walk. He talks the talk. Yeah. L a Knight needs to be on SmackDown immediately he's probably going to get his chest caved in by gunther at stand and deliver that needs to be his swan song he's got to be on smackdown immediately immediately i think he's tailor-made for the main roster he is tailor-made for fox he is the definition of a sports entertainer what else is he going to do in nxt there's nothing for him there's nothing for him in nxt anymore let's get him up on the main roster let's give him an infusion of charisma damn it It needs to happen. And then if you've listened to this show, I've been on this bandwagon for a while now. It needs to happen. Speaking of WrestleMania weekend, uh, something we didn't get into yesterday, completely skipped my mind that this report came out, but we all know that they've been setting up something for Omos right at, at WrestleMania. He has been squashing dudes left and right. And you know, Last night on Raw, or two nights ago on Raw, he he squashed Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz and that shirt of his that just doesn't fit. You know, they they <laughs> can we get that poor man an outfit that like works? Like seriously, first they had him wrestle in the jacket, which was very constricting, and now they got him in this like wife beater thing that is just riding up it's it, it's it's not a good look for him they, can we get the man some comfy clothes to wrestle in, please for the love of god uh but again focusing on omos they have been building up something for him reports came out credible sources sean ross at com, including uh one of them says that the opponent for omos is bobby lashley which is somebody that i find very interesting because we have also heard reports that lashley was supposed to be out for four months because he needed shoulder surgery They've been running the concussion storyline protocol, which I thought was really weird because I'm like, okay, are we expecting him to be in concussion protocol for four months? Apparently not. Apparently, he's good to go. I trust Sean. Sean usually doesn't miss. He is the mellow of the uh, of the wrestling journalism world. He gets these things right. So let's just say Bobby Lashley is healthy. He is going to be coming up and, and he's going to be working WrestleMania, which is good for him, which is good for all of us. But now he's fighting Omos. SP3, who should go over? There's a right answer here. I'm hoping you say it.
0: If you know anything, ladies and gentlemen, when I make a pick on WWE, I do it with my Vince hat on.
1: The question is should.
0: (laughs) And I got to think about what WWE should do. For what WWE wants to do, that's the key to wearing your Vince hat. So yes, it is the man who had the second best promo on the night because we all know my favorite <laughs> Becky Lynch had the best promo on Monday Night Raw. The person with the second, wrong. the second best promo was a wrong. man. Was a man that I only understood half of what he said. It was Omos, so Omos must defeat the all the former two-time, Almighty WWE champion because that's how he's gonna progress his career. Bobby Lashley comes back to put over Omos.
1: This is very WWE of them to have Omos just squash a former WWE champion. At back-to-back WrestleManias, never forget. It was just a year ago that he made his in-ring debut. Did they defend the tag titles or did they, they won the tag team titles? I can't They remember. won it. They, they won, they the, won tag the tag team titles. because Not because AJ Styles was phenomenal in that match and out-wrestled the New Day. No, Omos committed attempted murder that night when he just slaughtered Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. I get the the optics of this, right? Oh, big guy, big Bobby Lashley, big brawn man, and then seven foot three, three hundred and eighty pounds, whatever the hell they build Omas. I get the optics of it. We all love a big hoss fight. I get it. But I've also watched Omas work over the last few months, and the boy is not. He's he's exposed. I think John John Alba put it. Um put it out as nice as possible on Twitter the other day, our friend from ad free shows. He said in this role where he has to carry a match where it's all him out there, he's a little exposed. He's still really green. No, he should not be beating a guy who was just the WWE champion two months ago or a month ago, however long it was. He should not be beating Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, to be honest, should not even be in this match, but Considering what happened with Shane McMahon, what's going on with Cody Rhodes, the fact that it is so last minute, and they don't have a match for Omos, this makes sense. But yeah, Bobby Lashley should win this match. He should. He won't, but he should.
0: Lashley's the replacement for Shane McMahon. This would have been the the longest buildup of any match at WrestleMania. Omos, oh my god! I Omos know where going. was Omos was introduced oh as Shane McMahon's bodyguard during Raw Underground. This is Shane Spot and Bobby Lashley is just a replacement. It it was like you just blew my mind when you just said that. It was like my mind was blown. I was like, oh shoot, this is this was Shane Spot.
1: No, I don't think for a second that it was, but it should have been. It definitely should have been because WWE they they don't want you to remember Raw Underground at at all at all. As a matter of fact, if I'm Vince, I'm calling up Shane O'Mac right now saying, "Hey pal." Uh, so about that old get the hell out never come back thing uh, what have we We got a spot for you at Wrestlemania no don't worry about what it is just come on in and we'll we'll tell you when you get here and it's like oh yeah you're wrestling this big MFR. <laughs> and then proceed to have Shane McMahon get decimated by Omos at Wrestlemania 38 that would be acceptable booking Omos beating Bobby Lashley I'm uh, not on board with that. Not yet. I wouldn't be mad if Lashley got the first win over Amos. I think that would be fine. Look, uh, nope, too mean. Not going to say it. I'm just going to, just going to internalize that. I'm going to lock it away. I'm just going to move on. I try to stay positive. I don't want to crap on people. That's just who I am as a person. One more for the road here, uh, SP three. Cause one of the, <laughs> one of the best and worst things that we saw last night was, uh, Gunther taking on, One half of Derja, Duke Hudson. And he lit that man up. I mean, that man drew blood with that big beefy mitt of his. Just beat the shit out of Duke Hudson last night. So one for the road. How much money would it cost you? Would it cost for you? You get the cash money. And Gunther gets to chop the ever living shit out of you. How much?
0: I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Like the only other person, the only person that I would take a Gunther chop over is if you put tried to put me in the ring with Minoru Suzuki. If the options are Minoru Suzuki, Murder Grandpa, or Gunther, I probably would choose Gunther. That's the only other person that would make me choose Gunther. But yeah. <laughs> Now that he's slim gunther, he is he's chopping you just as hard, but it looks even more intimidating. He looks taller now that he's slimmed down. Like it's just he's very intimidating, but I gotta hand it to him. He's in top form. He looks like it's like night and day from how the gunther that I was introduced to as Falter back in two thousand seventeen here in New York. Totally night and day.
1: Agree with you. Um I think he is I, I think he is in preparation mode for the main roster. I think he is another one of these guys. I think he'll be up by the end of the year. I don't think he'll be up immediately. I think he's got an nXT title run in him for sure. Um, but I mean that this is you want to talk about dream matches. I mean, you know, Gunther versus Brock Lesnar has to happen at one point. i mean there there's so many good matches for him up on the main roster. Uh, I think he is just getting into that kind of shape that, you know, Vince McMahon would want him to be in up on the main roster, you know what I'm saying? He was intimidating as hell beforehand. But, yeah, these chops, I got a very specific number for you. And it's not as high as you think it would be. $3,384.17. That's what I would take right now. And Gunther could chop me. We got raised medical bills in the mail the other day. So that's that's what I'm... That's what I'm staring at. Shout out to iHeartMedia for having fantastic health insurance, though. By the way, because that could have been holy hell. That could have been a lot worse. <laughs> we appreciate all you guys uh, for tuning in to the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast. Again, like, share, subscribe. Tomorrow, our last show of this week. I'm gonna rest up. We're gonna recoup. Get ready for a crazy WrestleMania week ahead. Got a lot of content coming your way. Make sure to subscribe to the lead and progress and podcast YouTube channel and make sure to subscribe to Sid's channel. Sid, tell them where they can find you. Uh, you
0: can find me on the Twitter machine at true SP three. You can follow the brand, the YouTube channel at true Hill heat on YouTube, as well as over on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram. We got a whole big week of WrestleMania content coming up next week. So, Follow both channels. It's going to be a great time for a bunch of wrestling content and chatter and a whole bunch of fun. So stay tuned.
1: Speaking of a good time, we also have a trivia challenge that's coming up this weekend where I have to defend one of my championships. You will be also defending one of your championships. you guys want to know what we're talking about, just follow us on Twitter at TrueHeelSP3 at rick uccino spelled r-i-c-k-u-c-c-h-i-n-o please subscribe to the youtube channel here thank you guys so much for tuning in we'll talk to you tomorrow morning 7 a.m same place same time anywhere podcasts are available we're everywhere we're taking over baby we're the n-w-o or the the b-p-w doesn't quite roll off the tongue you've been listening to the believe in pro wrestling podcast brought to you by bet online